up, guys and girls? Welcome to the Rock Hippie Adventures podcast. My name is Keith. I'm Mel. And we're coming live and direct from the dining room, as always. Woo, killing it in the dining room. Woo, 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 yeah. It won't be long while we have our own studio set up. Maybe we'll, Maybe this is all practice right now. Yeah, that's what I think, too. I'm so, ready to have our own space, though. It'll be quite yeah. nice. So it's all practice. We're, we're kind of just messing around with the podcasting stuff until we get everything set up where we can have it just like we want it, and then we'll launch and be bigger than ever. Probably not, but... <laughs> one can dream, babe. Yeah, one can dream. But thank you for joining us again. This is like episode 16. 16? I thought we were on 15. Are we on 15? Hell, I don't know, babe. I think it's 15. Are you sure? I think you're fucking us up. You think I'm... Well, we've done so many with other people. I think that we're <laughs> confusing ourselves. I don't think we're... I think I'm we're right. We're really on 16? I think I'm right. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, then I'll take your word for it. I make all the art. I just can't remember. Yeah, I think we're on... Uh, all right, then it's numero 16. Sweet yeah. 16, then. Let's yeah. go with it. Yep, we're on episode 16. Damn, I babe. thought I was right. Good job. Over here second-guessing me. I don't fucking with know. With numbers. Me and numbers? I mean, seriously, really? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're going to start this week off by saying uh, thanks for everybody like commenting and, and liking the stuff on Instagram, especially our uh, Rockin' and Block It segments. Um, we are kind of liking doing that. Yeah. I love the I love the fact that we uh, can branch out with other podcasts and yeah, we um, just did this past weekend. Yeah, uh, we did another spot with another podcast, the Beazle Boys podcast. Yeah, super cool, two dudes. Yeah, super chill. Absolutely loved hanging out with them. Uh, yeah, if you haven't checked out the Beazle Boys, check them out. They release a new episode every two weeks. Uh, they're on your major platforms. You can check them out on Spotify and other areas. Yeah. Check them out at Bezel Boys on Instagram. We'll have some links up in the description. We had a good show. We can't wait for you to hear it. It'll be out in a couple of weeks. Uh, just kind of shooting the shit, talking, yeah. hiking, and bears, and yeah, missing kinds hippies, and <laughs> all kinds a, of crazy avid shit. Avid hikers. <laughs> yeah, avid hikers. <laughs> No, it was good stuff. We it was enjoyable. Yeah, we we it's enjoyed it. It's always nice to reach out yep. and talk to other people and hear different perspectives. And I don't know, it was cool. I and if you're it. listening to the show and you do a podcast, you want to send a shout out, come on over, uh, do a rocket or block it segment with us, like we did with Mike from uh, Whack Brackets yeah. a couple weeks ago or last week before last show. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> uh, yeah. I mean, we love we love just having the whole podcasting network. I think that's why I'm here, just really to podcast. With other podcasters. This is the podcasting podcast. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I, it's enjoyable. We, I, can't, I can't claim that at all. No. We'll get... I would like to actually have the Beezle Boys come on ours one day. Yeah, it'd be nice to just kind of shoot some more shit and yeah. talk talk crap. and. I would like to get into their whole band and playing instrument stuff because we didn't get to touch on yeah. that as much as I'd like to. I, I think need there's to, a whole other yeah. side of those Beezle Boys that we don't know about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Especially. Yeah, especially. Yeah. I'd like to do it. Uh, moving on from our podcast guest spot, uh, we we haven't done a few records, any records in a while because we've been so busy doing other things like getting married and, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, we've been pretty chill the last couple of weekends. It's been actually really enjoyable. We have not done shit on Sundays. I mean, literally. We get up, make coffee, put on comfy clothes. And sit around to watch movies and TV shows uh, all, day. all day. All day. It's the best time ever. Order in our groceries. Thank you, Instacart. And Word. we will maybe go out for food. Maybe. Maybe. We talk about that though. Fucking Taco Bell. Oh my gosh. That was terrible. So you know mine and Keith's uh, dirty little secret is that we secretly love some Taco Bell. I guess it's not even a secret. We love Taco Bell. Yeah. I don't even care their meats mixed with oats. Just gets things. I, I don't care what anybody thinks about Taco Bell. It's I love. Fucking I don't amazing. Care. It's they're where like, I get my vegetables. Come like, on. Yeah, the girl gets her vegetables. <laughs> don't forget that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think that uh, in any sense of the word we ever shy away from it. People are like, oh, you got a Taco Bell, it cleanses your colon. Well, hell yeah, it does. Why do you think we go there? We're, yeah. <laughs> we're old. Yeah. Need a little help. So, I don't like prune juice. I like Taco right? Bell. Right, <laughs> exactly. It does the same thing. It just tastes better. So we roll out last night. Like, well, first we were trying to order in because being lazy asses that we are, we're like, let's order in. It was going to be $32 for a Grubhub order. 
uh, hello, no. <laughs> so then we're like, okay. She's like, she's like why is taxes $5? And I'm like, there's no way. And she's like, oh, it's the fees. She's like, Taco Bell's going to be $32. I was like, no. No, we'll actually get in the car and go. We had to take trash out. That was the only reason. Yeah. We're like, <laughs> I got to take, we need to take the trash to the to the place. So we took the trash out and was like, I will go get some food. So we ride out to the Taco Bell that's There's closest one, to our. Yeah, what, like not even a mile and a half. Maybe we'll say two miles at the most it's from not the house. Two miles. Okay, well, I'll It's a mile it. and a half. Okay, a mile and a half. So we roll up. And, and I only around. eat one thing from Taco Bell. Yeah, she only eats, she eats the. Three soft, ta- yeah. soft tacos supreme meal. Because their sour gets. cream is amazing. You can get sour cream on other things. She just gets the soft tacos. Yeah. Okay. So she's like, I want the supreme soft tacos. And I'm like, okay. And the lady's like, welcome to Taco Bell. And I'm like, hey, I want to get the uh, three soft taco supremes meal. And she's like, uh, we don't have any sour cream. Would you like to make them regular? And I'm like, hell no. Oh, no. Let me. Oh, wait. Go back. First, it was, well, it kind of ruins it now, but she first did start off. She goes, uh, well, you're not taking any cards. We're only taking cash. Is that okay? And we're like, yeah, we can pay in cash. Yeah. Then she bom- she drops the bomb of, uh, there's no sour cream. We're like, uh, um, no, it's okay. We're not going to We just it. rolled right through that thing. Yeah. I'm like, like, bye, bitch. Like, the reason we're coming to Taco Bell is- Sour cream. Partly about your sour cream, homie. Right. Like, we want sour cream on our food. We're not going to, like, get Taco Bell and then go home and put our own sour cream on it, which Hell we probably no. didn't even have any in the house anyways. Now we have Greek yogurt. Yeah. But so still, like, it's not the same. No, it's not the they same. They have their little pump thing. It's like a caulk gun. Yeah. Shit's the bomb. It, it doesn't make it taste God, any I, better, but no. But it's kind of watery-ish, though. A little bit, just a little bit watery-ish. I want one of those. Co- uh, you know what? I'm gonna add that to my list of shit. I want. I want a cheese fountain, and I want a cock gun of sour cream. I think that'd be like make my life amazing. I could just run some nachos through some cheese fountain and then hit it with a little thing of a sour cream <laughs> caulking gun. Okay. I think that'd be awesome, babe. <laughs> I could put a little in a belt like that. Like spinning around. I wish everybody could have seen that. <laughs> You'd be like, "Do you want sour cream on that?" And I can so spin she's my got little her little blanket on her because she's chilly today. It's cold so it's in like here. a, it's like one of them old western ponchos. Hell and yeah, she, babe! And she threw it off and it's like pow pow. Or more like more the 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 little girl. Pew, pew, yeah, one, not I the pew pow, pewed. Pew, you pew pewed. Yeah. yeah, I smell it. <laughs> Stupid <laughs> fool. No, I could just like have my little cock gun of sour cream and be like, pew, and put it on there. Okay. Be amazing. Okay. But anyways, yeah, we had to roll out. So, so we, we went w- to another Taco Bell, the one that's usually pretty decent. We rolled in. <sighs> that first. And and you know, I was like, you know, three Taco Supremes. She goes, okay. I was like, with a Diet Pepsi. That's for the girl. And, and then I gasped because she goes, we don't have Diet Pepsi. We only have Pepsi Zero, which, which wasn't a loss. But I was about to go off. So we got that. I got. And you she got wanted the chicken chipotle melt with it. It was a dollar twenty nine. I wanted to try it. Yeah. So I got uh, my. Now that they got rid of the steak quesarito, I went to my old added of uh, Crunchwrap Supreme and a Supreme Country Taco, Crunchy Taco. and You got a grilled cheese burrito. And I got the grilled cheese burrito. Was it good? I meant to ask you that. It was actually pretty decent. I did not mind it. I think I could get those again. It might be my new thing. Oh, we'll see. Interesting. If I could get steak in it. Yeah, that's true. That would, actually, that would work. It'd be like your steak quesarito, just a little bit different. Yeah, the cheese is on the outside instead of the end. Yeah, so we looked in the bag. I thought I counted everything. We get home. I'm divvying out our food. Them fuckers did not put my chicken chipotle wrap in there. So and and then I pull out my crunch wrap supreme. It was more like a crunch wrap vulture just attacked supreme. It was terrible. It was a terrible experience at Taco Bell again. Yeah, well, people are like, don't eat Taco Bell. That's what happens. But you know what? We're going to do it anyways. Yeah, I'm still going to go to Taco Bell. Who the fuck doesn't eat at Taco Bell? If you don't eat at Taco Bell... I kind of question your your actual reality and human existence. You may be a Martian. Maybe so. Alien. Not Martian. Alien. I freaking love it. They're not and, it's, real and we're not drunk. Like we're not drunk going there. We're going there on our own free will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because when you're drunk, you're not doing it on your own free will. <laughs> no, that's your hunger talking. That's your that's your that's your drunkness talking. Yeah, that or a cookout. Those are my the mm. two drunken ones. Which yeah. you know. Is what it is. But yeah, we love some Taco Bell. So yeah. We, I wish uh, they'd sponsor us and get me a cheese gun. I mean, a, a caulking gun of sour cream. I'm going to talk to them. I'm going to call them up. So uh, we so on our mini, and I, I think we got a couple. I think I'm going to save 
the series I watched for next week and probably talk more in depth about that or I'm going to save it uh, all together and talk about it. Maybe me and you will watch it. You'll watch the whole yeah, thing with me. I won't fall asleep. Yeah. I mean, I watched most of it. You kinda. did. Yeah, you did. But uh, I watched The Queen's Gambit on Netflix. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, check it out. Uh, we'll talk about that. It was a fucking excellent show. Uh, not based on a true story. So if you're watching and like, oh, this is so good. I wonder if this girl's real. No, she's not. Uh, Elizabeth Harmon is a fake person. It's based on a novel. But uh, outside of that, we... After I finished up that, we was like, oh, let's watch a movie. What do we want to watch? We wanted something lighthearted and something kind of fun to watch. Yeah, so uh, I heard about this movie about a year ago. I saw the previews for it. Mm-hmm. and uh, I had forgotten about it. Yeah. Because I remember they were making a big deal about it when it was doing the press runs and it, all it of was those a big, things. It was a very big deal. It, it was in a lot of, like a lot of, in like the film festivals. Yes. It won, it won a lot of awards at a lot of film festivals. Uh, but... And plus, you know, anything that Shia LaBeouf's in, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, he's awesome in this. I, I don't know. I, I Everybody has issues with him, but I've always liked the kid. I've, yeah. and I mean, he's an adult now, but I mean, I remember watching this kid on Even Stevens, and it's like my guilty pleasure, dude, watching some Even Stevens. Uh-huh. That was my shit, man. <laughs> like seeing Shia on Lee, uh, or Even Stevens, that was it. So, but yeah, so um, the movie's called The Peanut Butter Falcon. It's so fucking good. It's, uh... <laughs> Uh, it's based on uh, the concept or the concept of the movie is, is Zach, who is a uh, Down syndrome uh, man, has uh, is in a nursing home because he has no <laughs> he family. To get the fuck out. Yeah. Well, but here's why I want you. He's in a nursing home with old people, people who are about yeah, to die. Yeah, because his family didn't want to take yeah. care of him. So the so state put him put there. Him. The state put so him there. Sad. And the dude just, he just wants to meet saltwater redneck and go to his... I wrestling love it. school. The fact that it takes place in North Carolina is yep. amazing. It takes place in, in the, the Outer, Outer Banks, Banks yep. which is awesome. Yeah. Um. So it's like you can just totally relate to it. And so basically, he's he breaks free, and it's yeah. their adventures. Him and uh, he meets up with Tyler. Uh, Tyler, who Shia LaBeouf plays Tyler. Zach plays Zach. Um, yeah. It's uh. And the lady um is. The, Dakota Johnson. Yeah, Dakota Johnson. She's, but what's her name in the thing? Eleanor. Yes, Eleanor. That's right. She's, she's looking for him. Yeah, she's looking for him. So she's the lady who is in charge of the nursing home. And nope. so she just works there. Oh, she works there. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Yeah, it's okay. Whatever. She there. She's basically, he's a missing yeah. person. And so she's looking for him. So she sets out to find them. Yeah. But I love it because they say that it's, it's got a Mark Twain feel to it, which is it, it really it, does. It really you, does a Huck and Finn thing. It's if you super remember cool. Huck and Finn on the raft going down yes, the river, it was so awesome. The, the all the crazy antics. I mean, it's just a really good movie. I mean, it's got a good cast. Who, like I said, uh, Zach Gotston or Zach's God, amazing. Gottskin, uh plays totally awesome. Zach uh, yeah, yeah, in the he, movie. Uh, he he's a really good actor. Um, he's fantastic. Like we said, Dakota Johnson. And Shia LaBeouf also. Oh, other he, notables. Yeah. Other notables are <laughs> Redneck. Bruce Dern, who plays yeah. Carl in the nursing home with Zach. Yeah. Um, also, my favorite back from the old days, just he, whenever you see this guy in a movie, you think something's bound to be weird. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, Thomas Hayden Church plays Saltwater Redneck, the wrestler. I love that his name is Saltwater Redneck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just cracks me up. Yep. Uh, John Berthnall, uh, Berth Bernthal. Uh, plays his brother or uh, Tyler's brother, mm-hmm. uh, Mark. If you don't know who John is, he plays Punisher, and he's also in uh, The Walking Dead. Um, he's he's a pretty fucking good actor. Yeah, uh, he's got like cameo things. In yeah, it. it's just a basic cam- basically in flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. There's other people in the movie. Um, no other. I think the only other really notable. He was person, the other wrestling guy. Oh well, in that's that's what I was getting to. Oh okay. You know, the other really notable person, if you're somebody who like knows wrestling, uh, Jake the Snake Roberts plays Sam. He's another wrestler, uh, playing a wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> on the show, uh, it was. I, I, I immediately, I was like, "Damn, I thought Jake the Snake Roberts was dead." <laughs> there he is. <laughs> I was like, "No, nah, look, that's Jake the Snake." And she's like, she kind of laughs at me. <laughs> I don't know who that was. He had the big python. Snake. I know. Oh, in I wrestling. got you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's old. Oh, no, he's super old. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he did good in the movie. Yeah. But the movie's super enjoyable. Lots of laughs. A lot of funny, funny stuff. Good feel-good movie. Zach spends half his time in his dang underwear. 
I mean, this guy, this guy, Zach, man, he's, he's got it down. Like he just, it's like he was made to play that role. Like literally made. It's so great. And and I'm not trying to be funny about it, but like. They could not have had another person in that role as him. That you couldn't have found a person. to You could not have found a person to play that role. Funny, witty. So enduring. uh, Able to, I mean, being able to work, look like the chemistry that him and Shia LaBeouf probably had oh, on that they're set. they're like best friends. Oh my gosh, it was great. So we, we, we It gives would, me chill bumps thinking about their little best, their little relationship. Their little handshake. Yes. <laughs> like you can tell they What's really, number- really loved each other. What's rule number He's one? He's like, all right, all right, listen, listen. Rule number one, don't slow me down. You understand? Don't slow me down. Like, listen to me. Listen to me. Hey, Zach. What's rule number one? What's rule number one? Party. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great movie. Uh, I, I would absolutely recommend this to everybody to watch. Uh, good movie. Just just makes you feel good when you watch yeah, it. Yeah, you really do. Yeah. yeah and you want root, to you're, you're rooting for them. You know they're the underdogs. I hated for it to end. I really could have watched. I could just watch a whole thing of their little adventures. Yeah, like, they, I would love they for they them to do that, another like a, thing yeah. like of just their adventures. Yeah, that's great. They're, they're they just, could do it, though, the way it ends. There's yeah, possible. There's a possibility. They really won't, but it's yeah. a good possibility. But yeah, it was a great show. Uh, it was a great movie. Uh, I, I suggest. It's a perfect Sunday afternoon. Yeah, it's on movie. Hulu and it's on Net, or Amazon Prime. If you have yeah. Amazon Prime, you have Hulu. You can check it out there. Um, yeah, definitely look at it, though. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, we'll leave a couple of links for the Amazon link and even the Hulu link for you on the description. Check it out. Uh, like I said, it was a great movie. It's a good Sunday afternoon movie that... Yeah. When you're doing nothing but like literally lounging in your pajama pants all day, that's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, check that out. We'll be right back, guys and girls, uh, to kick off the second half of the show with a little rocket or block it. And we're going to talk about something that's pretty close to me and Mel's getting pretty close to as well. Yes. Be back in a jiffy. Welcome back, guys and girls, to the after the ad segment of the show. Word. Yeah. (laughs) It's our rocket or block it time. It is the most dangerous game of Would You Rather Ever. Yes. No, it's not. It's not. It's pretty light and breezy, and we post shit on our Instagram, and we have people talk about it, and then we have a couple for each other uh, each week, and then we get into the rest of the show. Uh, This week on our Instagram, we had posted... Yeah. Would you rather? Never. Am I supposed to say it? Yeah, you're supposed to say it. Oh, okay. <laughs> never um, listen to music again or never watch a movie. So it was pretty unanimous. Yeah, we only had one person who voted not to listen to music, which I didn't, was not that person because I can't do that. Can't do it. Yeah. I would melt. Yeah, it was pretty unanimous. I mean, I'm the same way. Like, there's no way on God's green earth that we could go without music. Like I can and see, we could ask a bunch of clarifying questions. Can we watch TV? Well, there were clarifying questions in regards to movies, which was understandable because there is music in movies. Yeah. So I said that it would have to go. Yeah. Because remember, we just make it up as we go. Yeah. You you can never hear music. See how I feel about it. Yeah. But yeah, (laughs) movies would be lame with no music. They would. They would change the the feel of the movies. One hundred percent. Yeah. So definitely going without movies myself. I know Mel's the same way. Can't live without music. Can't, no, can't it's do so it. ingrained in everything that we do every time. I mean, I listen to music in the morning when I take a shower. I listen to music when we go to bed. We listen to music every time we're in the car. I put music on when I'm in the working sometimes too. So yeah, I can't live without music. Movies I could do without. But yeah, so that was a pretty unanimous among everybody. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy that anybody would say no. I don't need music. Well, it was shocking to me because my friend Cindy was the one that said that she could do without music, but she is in like a trainer and does like a lot of workout stuff. So, I mean, her class would be pretty lame without music. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we could all hear it. She just couldn't hear it. Yeah. (laughs) I'd love to see her do some like jazzercise or something, like some kind of like dancing or uh, what do they call? What is that called? Oh, God. 
Zumba. Zumba, yeah. Zumba. Zumba. Have a Zumba instructor that. Zumba food. Oh, that's that not the same thing. <laughs> no, it's not the same. Oh my god, what a reference though. <laughs> right. <laughs> but doing some Zumba and you can't hear the music, I think that would be fairly entertaining yeah. though. But yeah, so everybody pretty much was the same. Bye bye movies. Hello music. That was what we had to stick with. So. Yeah. So uh, we've already released this week's. If you haven't checked it out, go over to the Instagram page, Rock Hippie Adventures, and check out this week's Rocket or Block It and tell us what you think. Um, we're not going to give it away because we want you to actually go and hey, give us want, a shot. Yeah, we want some dialogue. Yeah. Shoot ask us, us some questions. Yeah. Ask us what you think because I've already figured out mine and we'll talk about it more next week. Yeah. Next week, we're going to do a little more in depth with that one because that one's a little more in depth than just movies or music because let's be honest, it's a, it's a no brainer. I gotta have music, man. I can't live without yeah, it. Yeah, this one's requires a little bit more. The one we have this week requires yeah. a little bit more thinking. So I'm going easy on the girl this week on our rocket or block it. All right. All right. Would you rather be the strongest person in the world or the fastest person in the world? So this one's good because let me give you some. Let me give you some. While she's thinking about it, let me give you a little, little preface. Some pre-question information. She's okay. a runner. Yeah. All right. So she's run marathons. She's half marathons. She's done a lot of running. She runs all the time. But she also goes to the gym and work out. Yeah. Because she wants to be a little beefcake because she wants to be stronger than me. So I kind of think I know which way she's going to go. But let's see what if she's got any questions and if uh, if, if she's going to go the way she's, I think she's going to go. Hmm. I really don't have any questions. This one is a no brainer for me. Oh, is it now? Yeah, because I want to whoop your ass. <laughs> Just once. I knew it. Yeah, I'm gonna be the strongest. But wait, I do have a clear. Actually, I do have a question though. Uh-huh. Can I just be like girl muscular and not boy muscular? It, it's not about muscles. Okay. It's just, just about strong. being strong. Yep. Oh, so I can be like girl, girl strong. Like look like a girl. I don't want to look like a dude. <laughs> I don't want like little like Hulkalina arms or little baby Hulk arms, and I have to like you know walk around and can't put my arms down no. by my side. No, that's, yeah, no. Okay. Yeah, it's just strong. It's strong or fast. It's oh, not so about I don't being have to be like, muscular. You don't have to be like I'm Lou like Ferrigno ripped. Oh, I would like some muscles. Yeah. Well, I mean, but you got You would have to have oh, muscles okay. to be strong, but it it doesn't necessarily strength does not equate to how big your muscles are. Okay. Okay. In that. That sense. is a good one because I don't want to like you know rip jeans or something like that. <laughs> she wants to be Lou Ferrigno as the Hulk walking around. Yeah. <laughs> with purple jeans on. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna do um, strong. Yeah, I kind of figured that. Yeah. So when you like pin my ass down, I can like take back. I can, I can fight back. <laughs> It'll never happen. Because <laughs> I could be strong, but you're still like a foot and a half taller than me. Yeah, be, but you could just put your head on my, your arm on my head and I'll just be swinging. <laughs> Can't get near you. Maybe I should be faster. No, because oh. if you were the strongest person in the world, you'd still be stronger than me, so it wouldn't matter. Oh, okay. Then I'm picking that one for sure. Yeah, I kind of figured that. Yeah, that one's a good one, babe. Yeah, I figured so. And I really don't beat him up. Like nobody needs to like put me in the DSS or anything. <laughs> like she's a take child. my child away from me <laughs> i'll take my child away <laughs> i can't whip his ass oh and he doesn't beat me up no we just play wrestle well i pretend like i, I am. just smack her ass all the time word and if that's against the law then i'm going to jail you're not going to jail i'm going <laughs> with you all right um oh gosh i have such good ones for you you have so, like my mine is mm. shit people <laughs> No, I mean, I have so many to choose from is my problem. I don't know what to do. See, I formulated mine based off every person. Mm, like, I know, but I mean, I have good ones that I would like to know your answer for. Mm, okay. Um, She's not prepared, so. No, I am prepared. I'm well, just looking. Okay, well, I'll pick this one. <laughs> I had like two or three that I, I was waiting to see what you picked, so I didn't pick something similarly. Because okay. when I was going to pick one, and it wouldn't be the same. All right, so here's yours. Are you ready? Always. Would you rather invent a new gadget or discover a new species? Mm. Does a species have to be Earth-related? No. could be anywhere. It could be anywhere. I'll give you that. Mm. It's a tough one because I'm not really an animal person. It doesn't have to be an animal. Well... What would a species? A plant. Aren't species plants? Yeah, I guess so, but I don't think about plants. Plants are plants. That's boring. What if you like found a super duper, super, super, super big marijuana plant? But 
it's kind of already been found. Oh, but what if it's better? It's just like a different strain. I don't want to, like, I found a better strain of weed. I mean, it might make me rich. Right. Which, you know, I'd have to try it first to well, see, but. Yeah, so a new gadget or a new species. <clears throat> but I don't know what your gadget would be. I mean, I don't know. I mean. It's not discovered yet. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what I'd invent yet. But I'm not a, I'm not an animal person. So I guess for me, like, I don't care about finding species or new life or, I mean, like, I don't know, kind of cool to like to find something on a new planet. But I would rather invent a new gadget, like something that would change the world. Oh, wow. Kind of like post-its. Nice. <laughs> you can be like as seen on TV. <laughs> what was that guy? Billy, what's his name? Yeah. That did OxyClean. You're the next one, huh? Yeah, no. It's true. No. I would want to invent something that would be like not some faddish like salad chopper. Yeah, yeah. You know. Something that would stick around. Gensu knives. It can cut through anything. You can cut through a can of steel. Slice a tomato. That shit always was funny as hell. It was who funny. Does that? But I mean, who does that? Cutting through cans. I've done it. Uh, that doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> I mean, come on. I got to fucking try. <laughs> Somebody said this. I was at a yard sale one time. And, you know, they had a bunch of knives for sale. And there yeah. was a legit Ginsu knife there. And I said, "I'm buy- how much for this Ginsu? And it was like 25 cents. And I'm like, sold. That's a deal of the century right there. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, of course it was. But it was a yard sale. Shit, it better yeah. be 25 cents. Did it work? Yeah, I took it home. First thing I did is I took a can and I cut the son of a bitch in half. And you can half. cut through it. Yeah, you can cut through it. My it's, parents have some knives. They're not Ginsu, but my like literally my dad or my mom has sliced any, their any, finger and didn't even know. Yeah, any serrated knife of that sort can usually cut through a can and then cut through. Because, I mean, it's serrated. And yeah, yeah. most serrated knives don't dull that much if it's made with the right metal. But, yeah, it cut through the can and cut through the tomato. But it rusts like a fucking, you know, burn oh, barrel outside nice. by the ocean. Yeah, I get you. So it's, it's it's still a crappy knife, but at the end of the day, I mean, it it was funny. But anyways, besides that, yeah, I would love to invent a a new gadget. That would be really cool because that's my thing. I love tech. Tech's yeah, my stuff. Yeah, you do. I love it. Like if I could figure out how to make something, but then again, I just don't. Yeah, new 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 gadget. New gadget. Okay. New you gadget. heard it here, folks. Yeah, that's it. So He's inventing a new gadget. I don't know what the hell the gadget would be, but it it would probably be something to do with like audio or video shit. Yeah. Yeah, definitely close to that thing. Or awesome. something to do with cars. I don't I know. I could see that too. Yeah. That'd be cool. I don't know. Awesome. Yeah. Well, so, good. Rocket or block it. That's our rocket or block it this week. I'm rocking the techie gadget stuff. I'm She's, rocking kicking his ass. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and it seems like everybody's rocking music. Yeah. <laughs> Except Rightfully for one person. So. <laughs> Sorry, Cindy. I, I don't mean to make fun of you, but that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's just weird, man. I'm sorry. Like, music is 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 the epicenter of my life. I want to go and look and see if she gave a reason why. I should have asked her. I uh, might have to do that still. Yeah, maybe that we'll do a follow-up next week on yeah, Cindy's we'll choice you, uh, of music or movies. Yeah, we'll give you the... Uh, but maybe she has a legit reason. I mean, I don't know. Some people love music movies that much, but if you can't hear any music, that's... I want you to think about it like this. Think about um, Halloween, the movie Halloween. I was going to say, half of those movies that we watched that were scary movies would have been nothing. Without the score. Yeah, Star Wars would not be the movies they are without John Williams produce or or composing the righteous music that goes behind them. I like mean, I'm the thinking Imperial of like Death the March. Game of Thrones. Like think about the Game of yeah. Thrones if they took dun, out all that music. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, oh babe, <laughs> that was out of control. <laughs> anyway, so uh, that's the Rockler Blocker for this week. We're going to smooth right on into the main topic for tonight. And since it's November, and since last week uh, was Veterans Day, and I'm a vet, we're going to talk about veterans this month. Uh, we we kind of getting into it late, but we had some uh, prior engagements and stuff that we had to uh, finish up for podcasting. Now we're going to get into it. I'm a vet. I was in the U.S. Army. I served uh, just about 12 years. I was medically discharged. Um, I have mental health issues. Some of those mental health issues uh, are kind of tied to the military. Some right. are not. Uh, they could probably all be tied to the military if you want to be honest about it because I was a little crazy. Yeah. But uh, it's and, – and it's also – kind of timely because we just had our elections 
Uh, I love the fact that Veterans Day falls after the election day. Yeah. Because I think we should be thanking those who serve. Uh, At 100%. I, I, and you know, I know a lot of people have their qualms about pe- about the military and about w- what they do, but you have to understand that every uh, country in the world uh, has a military. Uh, well, well, I say every. I mean, even third world countries have militaries. They have. To, I mean, if they have a government, they have a military. They have to have something that protects their borders to protect protect inside their borders, protect outside their borders. Well, in some places, it's mandatory. You don't have a say most, whether or not you get to go. You just yeah, have to most, go. Everybody serves. Most countries. A lot of countries do. I mean, I know South Korea, You every male has to serve in the military. Sure. Uh, I think there's there's other countries. I'm not going to... Even pretend like we know. There's a lot. I didn't think about preparing a list, but there are countries that you have to serve. It's not Right, voluntary. but here in the United States, it's voluntary. And, yeah, so for every, person, for every person who hates the military should think a veteran because you don't have to serve. I mean, that's that's what I want to bring it down to. Bottom line, 100%. So let's just put it like this. If the numbers of people who voluntarily sign up to serve in our U.S. military, whether it's whatever branch it's in, if those numbers drop too low and they do not have enough people, what then, they don't have enough people to serve, yeah. they can institute a draft. That is the sole reason that the Vietnam War was a draft war. Yeah, because, because there was were not no, there. They didn't, we didn't have enough soldiers yes. to go and fight, so they instituted the draft. Which is a crazy thing because most people who get drafted don't want to go. And then they're not going to do what they need to do. That's why I like the volunteer system because you're having people go in that want to do what they're yes, going to do. Yes, have an interest of being in right. the armed services. So my grandfather was an Air Force guy. My dad was a Marine. My dad was in the Army. Her dad was in the Army. I was in the Army. My son-in-law is in the Army. Uh, a lot of my friends, of course, a lot of my friends were prior military. They have kids who were in the military. It's just it's something that's outstandingly great. But yeah, if you voted this year, I mean, you should think of that. I don't care if you know one or not. Just say, hey, bet, thank you. Veterans Day came and passed, and I wonder how many people said, you know what? You know, I'm glad somebody served. I'm glad there was a man or woman who served. And the problem is, is people don't understand what I'm, I've heard some really crappy things about you know what people think about people in the military and i'm not talking about like oh you go to war blah 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 but like oh you get free housing (laughs) Uh, you get free medical care but those are the misconceptions though i mean this is interesting to me because i've not known anybody or asked those questions as freely as you tell me Mm -hmm. the answers to those things or see your son-in-law and daughter live in the situations that they live in yeah. Um, it was eye-opening to me. Yeah, it's um, it's not glamorous by no means. It's not a money racket. You're not going in like, oh, I'm, I'm racking up here. Uh, you get shit. Like people's like, oh, but you get to go to college for free. Well, I mean, technically, yeah, but you know, you're 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 paying for it. Like you're not. It's not. I remember, and, and it might be, you know. It was a long time ago, so I want you to think maybe mid nineties. Mm-hmm. How much money did you make a month in the mid nineties? Think about that. Okay, well in the mid nineties, I had just started teaching. Okay, so, <laughs> so same thing. <laughs> I didn't make any money. <laughs> well, but seriously, no, well, I think I took home. I think my first year of teaching, I think I took home. Gosh, I want to say it was like thirty three or two thirty two thousand dollars. It wasn't very much. About how much? How much about was that a month? I, for some reason, remember like twenty four to twenty six hundred dollars. Is what my guess is. It might be less than that. Twenty four to no, $2, it had to be less than that. Twenty one, eighteen, eighteen hundred dollars. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I'm bad with that. <laughs> You're bad with that. <laughs> so uh, I when, would say around two thousand. Let's say that. So like in ninety three, ninety four. I made as an E one just going in seven hundred bucks a month. What? Yeah, seven hundred bucks a month. Good grief! So, so let's just put it to you like this: after three months being in service, you can go to war. Because, mm-hmm. and I'll just say three months because you've done your basic training. You're probably in your school. You can go to war. Okay, you fight for your country, die for your country. The lowest enlisted person makes seventeen hundred dollars a month. Right now. Right now. Holy crap! That's how much they make a month. 
like a private, an E1, just going in, doesn't matter how much time you have in, $1,733 a month. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. That was more money than I made. That was more money than I made when I was an E4 with about four or five years in. So, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. It's more money now than it was then, but... But relatively speaking, it's not that much more money. No, it's not. I mean, with the cost of living and everything else. Absolutely not. And they're like, well, they get free housing. Well, they don't technically get free housing. They get a credit, right? Yeah, they they give them money and they take that money. So it's kind of free, but it's, you think about it, you're not, you you can't live on $1,700 a month. No. I can't. No. Shit, most people's rent $1,700 a month. I was going to say, the townhouse we're trying to rent is, (laughs) we'd have $400 left for the month. Yeah. Like you can't do that with one paycheck. But I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to make this a little bit more understandable for people. Okay, so you can understand. So let's just say you've been in the military for let's say eight years. Normally, eight years you can be in E five, E six if you're enlisted. I'm not going to look at the officers. I'm going to talk about your normal enlisted personnel. So an E five or E six, which is a sergeant or staff sergeant in the U.S. Army. You're making about thirty-three dollars to $3,600 a month okay, after eight years, which is uh, way more than I made. <laughs> That's way more than I make now. Yeah. That take home? No, that's before taxes. Oh, no, no. That's what I take home. No, that's before taxes. <laughs> oh, never mind. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you're talking about guys who are professionals they lead soldiers e6s can be like squad. highly trained at what they do yeah. because at that point highly, they highly have trained. been they've gone to specialized sure, schools absolutely everything. you're yeah. not talking like joe Schmo off the street and so it's not like this wow. like this super like i'm making a buttload of money yes there are perks i'm not gonna lie to you there are some perks being in the military when you get to that level but you got to stay in eight nine ten twelve twenty For it years to even be worthwhile and then people say well at 20 years you can retire Yes, that's true, but you only get 50% of that pay. And I understand, at 38 years old, if you go in at 18 and you retire at 38, you have half of the money that you were getting paid. Okay. Okay, so it's not a bad, bad, too bad of a deal. No, but what else are you coming out with? Nothing. That's crazy. Nothing. For some guys who were, were infantry or mechanized infantry and stuff like that, their whole career, you know, seldomly you know do you have civilian crossover jobs but there are jobs for military because once you get to that rank of like e7 e8 hmm. e9 you know sergeant majors first sergeants master sergeants things of that nature you've you've done a lot of managing a lot of yeah you can move into a lot of managing. good management roles so there are some good things there too there are like i said there are good perks for being well, in and the if military you can find it's companies not all crap that work at hiring that in oh, yeah. those you know areas then that would be beneficial but we we our weeks aren't 40 hour weeks. No. I mean, I remember one time I went almost two years and only spent 17 days at home. Good grief. And these guys do that. They go overseas. And and the here's the kicker. These guys who go overseas and fight may not come home. Uh-huh. And ladies, the, the you know, guys yeah, and girls. Yeah. Both. They go overseas. They may not come home. And people are going to say, well, you choose to do it. Well, yeah, you choose to do it. But if they didn't choose to do it, your ass will be out there. Right. So it, there's other things. And then here's the kicker. Like, so when you get out of military and say you, you have something wrong with them, you know, dis, you Yeah, this disability. is the one that gets me. This one's crazy. When you told me this, I about so lost my mind. I was medically discharged and being medically discharged, they didn't re- medically retire me. So, you know, when they medically discharge you, they give you a severance package. Sure. I don't remember what that severance package was based off of, how they get the numbers, but they gave me a lump sum of money. Yay. That Sounds was great. Really great. And yeah. then I found out after I got my disability, I would have to pay all that money back before I got my first disability check from from the Veterans Affairs. So you're still paying it back? Yeah, I haven't seen a dime of it. That's ridiculous. I haven't seen a dime of disability. It's ridiculous. Good news is, is I think in 2021, I start getting my check. Oh, nice. And that's almost 20 years later. Good grief, babe. That's 20 terrible. years. It's awful. And it's and it goes to show you that even if you retire, when you retire and you get that money, if you're disabled too, you don't get both. You get one or the other. Yeah, it's on a double dip. Yeah, you don't get like, oh, I'm 100% disabled and I get my retirement. It doesn't work like that. There's a lot of things. Yeah, we get college funds, you know, but we, that's what we signed up for. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is, this. these are the incentives that they, they attract us with to sign up. Sure. And I ain't gonna lie to you. My Montgomery GI Bill, my post my post nine eleven GI Bill, uh, helped me get my degree. I would have never been able to get my degree otherwise. Right, right. 
it's it's a benefit for us to do that. Absolutely. And so there are good things for people who join the military, but it's not about the bad or the good in the finances of it. It's about people like for tonight that we're talking about, and we're not going to talk a lot about it tonight. We just kind of, we're here, we're giving you the information. What's the treatment of people? That's the thing that I suffer with the most. Is yeah. that I just, it breaks my heart when I see people who are vets, A, on the street because of various reasons. Mm-hmm. Could be mental health. It could be, you know, couldn't find jobs. I, I don't know what the reasoning is. It's a lot. But, but, it, it, but it kills me that these people served our country in we're not taking care of them well enough or there's not enough resources that are reaching enough people um, it kills me. I, I can't speak for everybody yeah, because yeah. I get it. There's some people who make their choices. You know, yeah, there's, 100%. I, I understand there's going to be vets who are homeless that, you know, they made certain choices and that's where they're at. And I, I don't ever say you're homeless because of your choice. You know, some, some, some people get into some situations that puts themselves there, but it, it's, it's kind of hard when, you know, you have, the level of non-help for veterans for so long. It's starting to get better, but it's still not great. But, but it's being left up to private company, I mean, private charities who are doing a bulk of the work. Yeah. Because the government is not reaching those people fast enough. You know, raising awareness for the mental health of, of uh, veterans is is a big thing for me. Uh, one, because I'm a veteran with mental health, with, with mental illness. Uh it's it's tough because we don't we we kind of know how to go about it but it's not always the easiest like i moved from where i was getting help now yeah because you have to go through the va which yeah. is your insurance and your hospital so when you move you have to transfer and, and it's not easy no there's it, a process to it and it takes time and i have to do those things and we all have to do those things it's not like you can just go hey i have insurance i can go to this doctor right you have to go to the to the va and it's tough because there's not a lot of information. The information gets mis, mis misconstrued, and sometimes you don't know where to go. Sometimes you're looking for answers. There's a lot of people out there that can help you. Hopefully, we can give you some people that can help you. Uh, if you're like a disabled veteran, or you're you're somebody who needs help in the disabled part of being a veteran, uh, the DAV, Disabled American Veterans. Uh, is an organization that helps. Um, mm-hmm. It's a it's an organization that is membered by veterans. Uh, most of the time, uh, us young guys are like, "Oh, we're not going to join the DAV or the VFW because you know it's for the old guys." But you are the old guy. Oh, shut up! <laughs> I mean, no, I'm talking like it for yeah. like even for me still like the, you would think the old guys like your 60, 70, 80 year old guys. Yeah, I get you. You you think about those in the VFW yeah, the, the, and the DAVs, the World but, War Tours, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. But it's actually for everybody, and we probably need to be more about being with those groups. Um, there's other organizations like there's Mission Twenty Two. There's Till Valhalla. Do you know anything about Wounded Warrior? I know I know about Wounded Warrior. Because I know that they help get jobs for people. They're they kind of big here in North Carolina. Yeah, Wounded Warrior is really Pate, specifically focused focused on those who were wounded in, in battle. Yeah, but it's about rehabilitation, getting them jobs, getting them back out there. They're huge. Helping them with, yeah. with their physical therapy, yes. helping them with even yes. prosthetics and things yeah. of that nature. There's a lot of there's a lot of organizations out there that are doing good things locally, nationally. Um that are doing good, good things. And hopefully we'll be able to touch on some of those over the next couple episodes yeah. uh, to be more in depth. Uh, we like, if you follow us on Instagram, you might've saw us talking about the mission 22, you know, 22 push ups a day, basically because uh, roughly 22 veterans commit suicide a day. Uh, Till Valhalla is an organization that you can buy t-shirts and things from them that help uh, give. Yeah. Like, they do all it on their own. Yeah. They do all that on their own and they give plaques and memorials to, uh, families who have lost, uh, their loved ones, mm-hmm. um, that were service members. There's a lot of organizations out there that are doing good things it, for me personally. I don't try to make a big deal about being a veteran. Uh, I love my brothers and sisters who have served, uh, before me, they served alongside of me and those who are serving now that will be out. Um, I have a tremendous amount of respect for them because they, they were beside me when, when I was overseas, uh, they were beside me when we were here at home, uh, mm-hmm. in the tough times. Uh, even today I can reach out to my buddies, you know, whether it be 
uh, Craig or uh, Al or any of these guys, Mikey. I mean, the list, Eric, I mean, I can name a thousand names, Sean, uh, just that y'all are forever connected. Yeah, I will never yeah, yeah. like one reason I'm like a lot of people hate on Facebook, but the one reason I'm thankful for Facebook is because I can still keep up with these guys yeah. and, and and girls, you know, yeah. Amber and all these other uh, women that I served alongside with too. Absolutely. You know, there was, and it's just you know it, it doesn't matter like if so, like something's going on in my life and I say something they reach out and it's like hey man what's going on or yeah. you know Rich man who was a soldier of mine who who was a guy that was served under me, served under me, sorry, Rich. Hey. <laughs> hey. But uh, he was a soldier who came in yeah. private. I mean, yeah. you know, it's not no little kid at sometimes. Maybe he's gave me shit. But I mean, I saw him grow as a man, surpass yeah. me, right? retire as a, a you know, chief warrant officer. I mean, like, that. That's a, to me, I'm like, I'm proud of that guy. Yeah, absolutely. Because... I had such drive and determination as a, as an as an enlisted non commissioned officer, and one of his soldiers, and I will I will always have that bond with him and others like him. And it was it's a it's a brotherhood, it's a sisterhood, it's a family. Yeah, um, it, it, it is crazy to think that you know I served the little bit of time I did, and it made such an impact on my life. And I would hope that people who hadn't served like. I don't care what you believe in, you know, what your political stance are, but, you know, these guys and, and these girls who served, you know, some have paid the ultimate sacrifice. Yeah. You know, they gave their life. Some paid the sacrifice of, you know, losing health. You go to Washington, D.C., you can go to every single memorial for every single war. You see you see what it looks like. Yeah. The Vietnam War wall there has the names of all the people who lost their lives it's massive you know and and i'm going to tell you this it's not over you, you can't sit there and think we're not going to be in another war that there's not going to be another conflict that happens and it's only a matter of time we're human beings we're selfish we're stubborn we want power well, we want money there's a change in our leadership of our country you never know well yeah i mean you, you don't know what's going to happen you know what i'm saying like that there's we didn't think 9-11 would happen clearly did and you know with with everything that happens you know our military those guys and girls are there to to serve and protect us whether you think it's a conspiracy theory or not at the end of the day those guys and girls will go and fight in your stead they will do whatever needs to be done to protect the interest of our country whether you think that interest is positive or not yeah. Look, I, I'm I'm with a lot of people too. Like I don't want to see guys and girls going overseas and dying for something mm -hmm. that might not be beneficial to our country. But um, those are not our choices. And if we who volunteer didn't do it, then they would bring everybody in. They would draft, and it would be you know the '60s, '70s all over again. Yeah. And we don't want that. We want men and women to. Genuinely, we want we, we want, want boys and girls to grow up and think if this is what I want to do, then I want to go do it. But we want to give them an advantage. So when they leave the service, they come home, you know, they're respected. They're remembered. You know, it, it, it hits home for me. It, it's really hard to think that, you know, I have seen a better improvement. Um, One of the hardest things for me as a vet is when somebody goes, thank you for your service. Yeah, I appreciate them saying that, but I never know what to come back with. Like, I don't want to say you're welcome because it's not like I, I did it to be thanked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. But I think it's just people's way of. So I, I've done this. They so, want to say something. Right. Do you know what I mean? So no, they, and, they I, and I do to, appreciate. Yeah. I appreciate those people. So for and I had this conversation with somebody else. Then and I, I think just say that I appreciate that. Well, I, I think what I've seen is, is I've seen this conversation somewhere else. Um, and I've had this conversation with a friend of mine. We, we now tell people, thank you for your support. So, That's very nice. So, I like that. And we feel that without the support of others, then we couldn't do what we do. Like, I want you to think about this too, though. You know, for the guys and for the for the men and women who travel overseas and serve, like my son-in-law does, there are people they leave behind: families, yeah. wives, husbands, children, brothers, sisters, mothers, fathers. They leave all them people behind, and they go and do it, and may never come back to them. Remember them. Remember, you know, help those people out and yeah. help. The families out, like especially the spouses and the children. I, I mean, mean, we're getting ready to hit the holiday season. A lot of these people are not going to have, you know. 
I mean, let's let's put cases. it like this. My son-in-law uh, was lucky enough. Not ev- this doesn't happen often, but he was lucky enough to come in for seven days to see his kid born, my grandbaby. Yeah. But he was gone. He was there for seven days and gone. Which is funny because when Sterling was born, my my second oldest son, when he was born, uh, I was home. I was there, and seven days after he was born, I had to ship out. Yeah, it happens. And and those are the things that we miss. Like, yeah, you know, oh my gosh, you know, you get this, you get that, but we we miss things like that too. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. we do it for. I did it for my country. I did it for people so that you can have a choice in what you want to do with your life. You can have a choice in who you want to vote for. Um, so support, send a shout out to a vet. If you know somebody who served in the armed services, whether it be Coast Guard, the Navy, the Air Force, the Marines, Army, any of those branches, any branch, any reserve branch, any National Guard branch, any, I mean, yeah, anything, anything, say, hey, man, hey, 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 ma'am, thank you. Yeah. And you know what? We appreciate you. Yeah. We appreciate that you did what you did so we can do what we do. It's pretty simple. I don't know if I ever shared with you. You know, I ran the Marine Corps Marathon, which was like a bucket list marathon for me. I love DC. I love the whole idea. But I just, there's something so nostalgic about running that race and where it starts and it ends and all of the things. But the end of that race, which I, well, firstly, there's this mile that's called the Blue Mile. And there's placards the whole way through of everybody who's lost their lives. You can't hear there's no talking. Mm-hmm. Nobody's talking. It's completely silent. All you hear are footsteps the entire way and breathing of people. Super hard to like get through um, while you're running. It's hard not to get emotional. I have a friend who um, I coached through running. Her son's picture was there. Mm. Um, so it was rough. It was a rough mile. But as you're running the whole time, there's military all along the whole course. Yeah. And they're thanking us for running their race. Yeah. Like they're thanking us. And I'm thinking to myself... I'm just suffering through 26.2 miles. Like, you know, I, I willingly signed up for this, but for them to thank me for running a race like that was just like so emotional and so overcoming. And so at the end of the race, you start going these little corrals to get your medals and they put it on you and thank you. Yeah. And like the whole way up, thank you for supporting us. Thank you. I mean, it was like, this should be roles reversed. Like yeah. I, you shouldn't be thanking me for doing this. I should be thanking you. But yep. ever since then, my whole idea and my whole perception of like the military and what I feel about veterans, especially um, it's just really like has hit me since then. Um, yeah. and it's just, I don't know. It's a lot. I just think it's shitty. I think it's super shitty that we don't have resources. We have resources. We don't have the, the abundance of resources that we potentially need for people. I think especially it's- when dealing with mental illness taking care of i mean you guys should be set for the rest of your life there should be no there should be no if and or buts i think it's um i think what's hard is when you compare it to other things like you know i served 11 12 years uh i was medically discharged um and you fight afterwards yeah for everything that that you should have Mm mm-hmm And you, I, go ahead. Well, you didn't get shit because you're medically discharged. So it doesn't, it's like you're starting over. It didn't, it counted, but what did it count towards? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like you didn't get, tw- to me, 12 years that you served, is how you said 12? Yeah. The 12 years that you served should be equivalent to X number in the outside mm-hmm. world. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. in my mind, because the amount of things that you have to do and the things that you've seen and the things that you've had to experience are far greater than somebody who's showing up to a nine to five wearing a suit. Yeah. They're not dealing with PTSD. They're not dealing with things that you saw. They're not dealing with yeah. things that other people have to see. And I just, mm-hmm. I just don't, there has to be something that some grace in, in, in helping people to that degree. Right. No, no, I just get fired up about it. Yeah, I mean, senators or congressional members can get pension after seven five years. Yeah, I don't know the full I don't know the full scoop behind it, but I know they get a pension. They only serve five years. I, I serve five years in the military. You don't get shit. No, you get nothing. I served twelve years medically discharged. Yeah, I got a severance package, but you're paying it back. Yeah, I got to pay it back through my disability. But also, I mean, you know, when you leave the military, you know, you can try to get a job. Not everybody leaves the military with a job. Most of us don't. 
Most of us are struggling trying to figure out what the hell we're going to do. Especially and I think when, that's when, when, when the problems start. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you're trying to deal with, with coming out of the military. And then you're trying to deal with all the stuff that goes along with that. Mm-hmm. It's very, because how many people, I would love to know how many people come out of the military and don't have PTSD. How many don't? Because mm. I bet that us. most of them. Most, most of us. Most it of depends us. on what you did. Well, yeah, I mean, it. I think there's a level to PTSD to every soldier that has encountered something. Yeah, like I'm I mean, sure. I have my my small diagnosis of it. Yeah, yeah, but some of us can. Some of us learn how to, you know, cope with it. Others of us is they severe can't. that they can't, right. and that's where the help needs to come in. And I, th- I think the VA is trying to do a better job of handling it now. Well, I did see that there's a vote now. It went through. Actually, Trump put it through, and I don't know if it ever got through before all of the election and all of that. Um, they're supposed to be making a hotline number like 411 or 911 or 211, but it's supposed to be a hotline number that um, vets can call at any point in time to be hooked up with a person or resources. So it's like one of those quick little number things where they don't have to, yeah. you know what I mean? Like in the time of the moment, you just dial the number and you're directly yeah. given, which I think is amazing. Um, I know that they've done that now for the general public too. I think there's a, yeah, I think, and, and, and let me say this mental health is mental. The mental illness thing is not something that's just directly, totally to ver- no, veterans. Not at all. Uh, I think mental health is a thing that's overlooked for people in general over the entire population of the United States, if not the world. 100%. Um, you don't people, see it. It doesn't exist. Yeah. It's not physical. So, you know, you're okay. You can get better. Like when somebody tells me, are you feeling bad? I was like, yeah, I'm struggling today. Or, you know, I can't, I can't remember to do anything. Or I just don't want to get out of bed. You know, it's like, oh, it'll be okay. And I'm like, you know what? I want you to step in my fucking world for a second. Yeah. And there's a lot of people out there that are struggling with mental illnesses that, you know, that that can barely function and we are barely functioning some days and we're just trying to get through it like me getting up in the mornings some days is just completely all that i can do like it, all my energies ju- was just used to get out of bed yeah and then now i've got to figure out how to face the rest of the day understandably so across the board mental health is something that we all need to be talking about we've always talked about like different organizations but since we're specifically talking about veterans, uh, go support. What we want you to do is to go find an organization. We don't want you to give like $1,000 unless you can or a million dollars unless you can. But go and buy a T-shirt from these guys and girls. You know, yeah. Mission 22, buy a hat. Go Their to hats Tilbaha. are super Holla. cute. There's actually a picture of me wearing one of them. Yeah, there it is. It was 25 bucks. Seriously, go, I'm going to buy a trucker hat anyways. Yeah, go to, go to Tilbaha and buy you a T-shirt and help help those, you know, man you see a veteran on the street and i know we we've got we we have our issues about who's homeless and who's not and blah 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 find an organization that supports the homeless that actually goes out and does groundwork by taking food and clothing and shelters guy in greensboro christy and i came across a guy in greensboro he had vets out there with this long service company yeah i would love to find i need to find that guy i'm gonna see if we can find him if you are a guy or you know what I'm talking about and you're listening to Greensboro, there's a guy in Greensboro who I think picks up vets for the day. Mm-hmm. They may be homeless. They may not be. I'm not sure. But he gives them a lawnmower. And so he goes and mows people's lawns and lets them mow. And he gives them jobs, basically. I don't know if it's a day-to-day thing. I don't yeah. know if it's a permanent thing. But I got to find that guy because um, it was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I know it's not the most funny show or which is never really the most funny show <laughs> when we're on, but uh, it's something that's near to me because it's, it's personal and you know, well, it's, and you're dear to me. So now it's personal to me. <laughs> absolutely. But Hey, the biggest thing about a veteran is we love to chat. There's nothing you can do better than just having a chat with a vet. Like, especially one of the older vets, they love to tell stories. I love to tell stories. Oh, my uh, grandfather used to tell us the funniest stories. So my grandfathers yeah. both served in the in the, in the army. Yeah. My dad's dad, um, he was actually, his plane that he was in went down, and he was one of the few people to survive. He was in the little bubble underneath the plane that does the gun. I don't know if there's a word for that. But anyways, to this, when he, like, when he was still alive, <laughs> it makes me laugh because he, he would be like, hey, tell us stories. He goes, no, they're classified. I can't tell you. He's like, my dad's like, pop, the war is over. Like, it's been over. Like, you can tell us stories. No, it's still classified. Like, he would not <laughs> say anything. Totally deadpan, funny as shit. But I mean, you know, here he is in, in World War II and yep. 
coming out of that and you know you can find information actually we did a whole thing on um ancestry and found his plane and found the news article and all this other stuff but but yeah to this day it's classified yeah um my grandfather he served in the air force he's telling me he was out at white sands uh, missile range in new mexico and he said yep <clears throat> i remember i was in formation with chewing gum <laughs> wrong answer <laughs> he goes yep my drill made me stand out there in the sun took the chewing gum put it on my nose I oh stood. my god and do you know what happens to chewing gum in the desert heat oh yuck it runs and melts yes, down your it face does. <laughs> Ew. it was just shit like that but then again i got stories too oh, i mean yeah. we are, every vet has a story every vet has that one story or those couple stories that just like they always tell it like this is their story yeah, yeah. And, and it's just the one thing that kind of either brings them joy or laughter or something that you know really hits home but you know give give a Give a vet a chance. Have a conversation oh, yeah. with them. Those are like my favorite times that my grandfather would just like yeah. go off on a tangent. You know what I mean? And you know, in our world today, I think there's more people that know a vet than there was when I went into service. Like yeah. everybody knew kind of somebody, but now we're so, you know, the, the military became so diverse, mm -hmm. uh, so open to an extent. Don't get me wrong, but um, there's there's people of, of, of every walk that has gone into the military and, you know, men and women. Uh, think of it. If you know somebody in your family is a vet, hey, spend some time with them. Yeah. Think about the, you know, holiday season coming up. See if you can get them yeah. talking, see if you can get them to share some things, you know, or, um, worst comes to worst, buy somebody some dang coffee, man. Everybody loves a coffee. <laughs> Everybody loves coffee. You know what I mean? Like I've done that before, been in line or something and, and, you know, especially those old guys will wear their World War II vet, you know, they wear their hats. They, they're they proud of it. Your generation. That's usually a VFW thing. Yeah. Our generation, not so much. Like you don't see people wearing it as much. There's, is it an age thing or is it just a. It's a VFW thing. Yeah. Those hats you usually see those guys wear, they're usually in the VFW. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now, I love it because you know. So I'm like, well, I bought a, this guy coffee one time. But see, the problem with the veterans of foreign wars is is you have to actually serve in a foreign war yeah, to yeah. be a part of the VFW. No, I mean, some of them will just wear hats, just say, you know. And, and you know, there's a lot of guys, young World guys still do vet, that. You know what but I mean? most of the guys you'll see be wearing backpacks or jacket. Okay. Yeah, because we got... we. For a bunch of us, we left with berets and nobody wants to wear a fucking black beret around. Ah, uh, negative. Yeah. Not saying that you can't wear a black beret, but it's just kind of weird and it's uncomfortable and it's hot. Well, and it's just, and it's, it's, it's out of the ordinary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, you know. The, I, wore the my, I wore my BDU hat cap even after I got out for years. Mm -hmm. uh, and then my head got too big because I got fat. And <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I can't wear it anymore. You're <laughs> <laughs> a beefcake, babe. <laughs> I'm beefy. <laughs> beefy beefy anyways uh that's our show guys and girls we appreciate you for listening like i said go check out a vet uh check, check out, out a vet check out a vet <laughs> check them the out library? the library yeah get your library card check out a vet take them home have them tell you stories it's better than any movie you'll ever see i'm telling you <laughs> absolutely uh but just be on the lookout for someone just make somebody's day i yeah. mean you know and if nothing else, check out some of the organizations we talked about. We'll make sure we put some links in the descriptions uh, to a couple of the ones we've talked about today that you can help out there. Uh, and if nothing else, give us a shout over at Rock Hippies Adventures, uh, whether it's on the Instagram, the Facebook. We ask for we, we we do a lot on the Facebook, unlike Mike at Whack Brackets. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you can check us out there. You can check us out at Instagram. You can shoot us an email at rockhippieadventures at gmail.com. Or you can go over to a website, www.rockhippieadventures.com. You'll also hear this whole spiel here in about a few seconds when I throw the intro or the outro on. So I'm just going to kind of shut up and tell you that we want you to live life loud and we want you to live it bold. And mediocrity is not an option for us and it shouldn't be for you. Ever. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Rock Hippie Adventure Podcast. You can connect with us on all of our social channels, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Just look for Rock Hippie Adventures. You can also head over to our website, rockhippieadventures.com, for all of our latest blog posts and podcasts. You can also share your story, check out what we're listening to on Wednesday, or just our usual jackassery. As always, leave us a comment or rating on your favorite podcast app. Mine and Keith's uh, dirty little secret is that we secretly love some Taco Bell. I guess it's not even a secret. We love Taco Bell. Yeah.
I don't even care. Their meat's mixed with oats. Just gets things. I, I don't care what anybody thinks about Taco Bell. It's I love. Fucking I don't amazing. Care. It's they're where like, I get my vegetables. Come like, on. Yeah, the girl gets her vegetables. <laughs> don't forget that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think that uh, in any sense of the word we ever shy away from it. People are like, oh, you go to Taco Bell, it cleanses your colon. Well, hell yeah, it does. Why do you think we go there? That's we're, yeah. <laughs> we're old. Yeah. Need a little help. So, I don't like prune juice. I like Taco right? Bell. Right, <laughs> exactly. It does the same thing. It just tastes better. So we roll out last night. Like, well, first we were trying to order in because being lazy asses that we are, we're like, let's order in. It was going to be $32 for a Grubhub order. Uh, <laughs> hello, no. <laughs> so then we're like, okay. She's like, she's like, why is taxes $5? And I'm like, there's no way. And she's like, oh, it's the fees. She's like, Taco Bell's going to be $32. I was like, no. No, we'll actually get in the car. 